In episode 31 of the Quick Counsel podcast, we focused on whether a person was weak or wise to take medication for mental health issues. If you missed that episode, I encourage you to go back and check it out. But maintaining your mental health is a broad topic. It involves more than just medication. So today, we're going to look at five approaches to good mental health. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. I guess we ought to start by defining mental health. If you go to the website mentalhealth.gov, you will find the following definition. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. That's a pretty good definition, but if you wanted something shorter, I would say this. Mental health is the lens through which we see, understand, and respond to everything. Now, just as a wide variety of ingredients go into making a dish, our mental health is affected by a wide variety of factors. Some of those factors are family upbringing, learned behaviors and patterns of thinking, spiritual perspectives, physical health, life experiences, possible traumas, and family genetics. These all affect our mental health, either positively or negatively. Now, there are some factors that threaten our mental health. For the most part, we tend to take our mental health for granted, paying little attention to it until something threatens it. It's kind of like breathing. We tend to take that for granted, too, until something like an asthma attack or pneumonia threatens it. So what are the things that can threaten our mental health? Well, our mental health can be threatened by things like loss, ongoing stress and anxiety, relational difficulties, low self-esteem, faulty thought patterns, abuse, heredity, genetics, etc., etc., etc. These things can threaten our mental health, and if left unattended, they can take root and continue to diminish our mental health. So what can we do? Well, there are five approaches to maintaining good mental health when facing difficult issues or difficult times. Now, the severity and the persistence of the difficulty will determine the level or the combination of levels required to maintain good mental health. So, let's take a few minutes and look at each of these five levels, starting with the simplest and moving to the more involved. So, the first level of taking care of mental health is self-help. When it comes to mental health issues, most people prefer to keep it to themselves and handle matters on their own. Whether we're driven by work ethic or pride, we don't want to rely on anyone or anything to get us through this difficulty. We want to do it ourselves. Well, there are some self-help things that you can do to make a positive impact on your mental health. One of them is diet. A proper diet can do many things. It can help you lose weight, give you more energy, improve your physical health, improve your brain functioning, and help you to feel better about yourself. Another one is exercise. Exercise can do everything a proper diet does, as well as relieve stress, lower cholesterol, release endorphins that can improve your mood and your memory. Sleep. Along with the various health benefits, sleeping well for 7 to 8 hours can improve concentration and productivity. It can improve your emotional state and your social interactions. And it can positively impact even depression. Another one is relaxation. 
In our high-capacity, high-productivity lives, the thing that often is sacrificed the most is relaxation. Without regular times of relaxation, we have more fatigue and more stress, and we're more prone to burnout. And another self-help approach that you can take to make a positive impact on your mental health is learning. It can be learning a new thing, or it can be learning something about a current mental health issue. You can read, you can watch videos, you can take classes, whatever. But learning is a great way to stretch your brain and your mental health. Now, another approach to mental health is spiritual awareness. If you're a person of faith, your relationship with God you know has a major factor on your mental health. The wisdom found in scriptures and the comfort that comes from prayer and the assurance of God's power and presence, these all help to maintain and improve our mental health. But if you don't consider yourself religious, the spiritual aspect of life can still be important to you. We are all aware of something bigger than ourselves. We can all sense a larger purpose than ourselves. And we all seek a sense of calling beyond just serving ourselves. It's spiritual awareness that lifts us out of our narrow, self-restricted views. And in so doing, it reframes our mood and reframes our attitude. Now, notice that these first two approaches, the self-help and the spiritual awareness, those are all individual approaches. They don't involve anyone else but ourselves, so to speak. And that's probably why we tend to go to them first and they tend to be our, our default mode for trying to take care of our mental health issues. But sometimes you need more help than you yourself can give. So the next three approaches to mental health up the ante a little bit because they involve other people. Which brings us to the third approach to mental health, which is healthy relational connection. We are not made to live outside of relationships. If you're a person of faith, you know that's why God created Eve for Adam. We need connection with others to maintain our mental health. In a post entitled Relationships in the 21st Century, the Forgotten Foundation of Mental Health and Well-Being, the Mental Health Foundation tells us this, people who are more socially connected to family, friends, and their community are happier, physically healthier, and live longer with fewer mental health problems than people who are less well-connected. One of the best things you can do for your mental health is to stay connected to people who care about you and who are mentally healthy themselves. Even if you're an introvert, you can still have one or two of those people in your lives. And the fourth approach, or the fourth level to mental health, is counseling. If the first three approaches are not enough to improve your difficulties and your mental health, then you probably need to consider seeing a pastor or a counselor. I know there is still some stigma about going to counseling, but there are times when you can really benefit from talking to someone who is objective and who's trained in ways to help you see, understand, and move past the things that are affecting you. So sometimes, a mental health issue may persist to the point where you need to see a counselor. And doing so is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And that brings us to our fifth level or approach to mental health. And that approach is medication. Finally, if none of the above approaches are enough to bring you relief that you seek, then you may need to seek the benefits of medical help. There are times when the genetics or the size and the persistence of the issue overwhelm us and overtax us to the point where we just need the help of medication. Very few people welcome this approach, and it probably shouldn't be your first solution. 
But when all else has failed to bring you the relief you're seeking, then it may be a necessary step to taking care of your mental health, at least for a little while. Again, I want to refer you back to episode 31 where we talk about whether mental health medication is for the weak or the wise. These are the five general approaches to taking care of your mental health. Self-help, spiritual awareness, healthy relational connection, counseling, medication. And now, a final word about mental health. When it comes to mental health, there are no simple one-and-done solutions. To paraphrase the ancient text in the book of Psalms, we are fearfully and wonderfully constructed. And on top of that, we live in a very complex and difficult world among people that are messy and contradictory at times. But if you make a concerted effort to apply these necessary and needed approaches to mental health, I believe you can make the most of your life and your potential. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Quick Counsel today. It means a lot to me that you would listen, and I hope you found something that you could use here today. Do me a favor and pass it on to someone else today who you think could benefit from it. And find more from me at brettleg.com, that's one T and two G's, or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, go out, make the most of this week, and I'll see you next week on Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.